Well, thank you so much again for being here with us. I am Sandy Waters, and this is called Neighbors in Need. If you are new to the show, this is where we take a few minutes and we spotlight showcase the awesome people in Rochester and the awesome uh, not-for-profits in Rochester. And today... When you say awesome, you can underline that for this woman because Lindsay Jewett, you truly are amazing. Thank you so much Aww, for thanks, Sandy. coming back in. <laughs> Lindsay is, I mean, now your focus, your main focus is best buddies. Yes. But you are one of those people that you're just everywhere. You're yeah. constantly helping out somebody. You try. <laughs> you try to be open and honest and, and see what people need. And yeah. um, it can be as simple as holding a door open for somebody. And I think that those things kind of get taken for granted nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday I held the door open for a lady and she like thanked me for like 10 minutes. I was like, it's fine. Like carry oh, on, oh, <laughs> carry on with your day. It's okay. But she was so like p- taken aback. So um, yeah, you know, you try to, you try to put good in the world when you can. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, let's talk about best buddies for those that are not aware yet of what yeah. it is. So Best Buddies, um, it's Best Buddies International. So we are actually all over the world. Um, we were founded 30 years ago. This is our 30 year anniversary, which is super exciting um, by Anthony Kennedy Shriver. So um, Eunice's youngest son. So Eunice founded Special Olympics. So we're kind of part of that whole family of inclusion. Um, we came to Rochester in 2016, which seems like a really long time ago now uh, by the Galasano Foundation. And we still work very closely with them. And basically what we do is we work with school districts and colleges and really try to make their environments more inclusive. Um, we make sure that everyone has a friend, make sure everyone feels like they belong. Um, and those are things that as we see as, as times change and things get more complicated, it's really important for kids to feel like they have a support system. Um, we've been, like I said, in the area since 2016. We've opened almost 50 school-based programs, which is wow. kind of unheard of in our organization. But I think that just speaks to Western New York and the, the power of people wanting to feel inclusive. So we're, we're still going. <laughs> um, we were just talking before we started. It's just always something, always something. It's always good stuff, but it's, it's always busy. Um, we work with about 1,500 different kids. So wow, it's pretty crazy. And now getting into the school districts, I yeah. mean, you said it's record number of school districts mm-hmm. jumped on board yeah. initially. But the, are there still some that were? Yeah. So I think now that we, as we grow and even since we started having conversations with people, now people see it and now they see it in action. Now they've seen it for two or three years. They see the impact on kids. They see the impact on their families and now they want it. Mm. Um, we do have districts that tell us no. Um, we do have districts that say that they don't need the inclusive programs, that they have they have something that already fits for them. Um, and it's really just a conversation for us to have with them and to understand that this is a very different program than what's being offered. Our so pro- how is oh. it? Yeah. How is it different? So yeah. The, so the school districts <laughs> who say like pretend I'm a school district going, like, eh, Lizzie, yeah. we got to cover. Yeah. We got to cover. We, we do unified sports. So we do, we have programs like ties or, so they are doing things in their school communities to be inclusive. So they are on the right track. What's different about best buddies is that we are there all the time. We are constantly supporting. Um, it's not based on an event. It's not based on a sporting activity. It's not based on, um, you know, once a month type of situation. We really build lifelong friends for these kiddos. Um, which I think is different. And it, it's more about how we impact the entire school community and not just focusing on those kiddos that have disabilities. Um, I think sometimes the focus of these programs are, okay, well, how can we help somebody else? But in the end, you end up helping yourself more than I think you are. As, mm-hmm. as And we see that with a lot of our typical peers where they get more out of this than our, our kiddos that have disabilities. Um, so that's what we really want to talk to school districts about. Our programs are free from kindergarten through eighth grade, which I think is also unique. Um, I think a lot of organizations come in and they say, okay, well, here's what we want to do. And it sounds great and sounds fabulous, but here's your bill. And with school districts and with cuts, um, that's the last thing they want to see. 
Um, when you get into the high school and college based programs, it's a three hundred dollar fee. <laughs> so oh, compared yeah, to other yeah. programs, it's not. Yeah. Um, and we're supportive. We have three staff members at for Western New York. Um, we're there. We're there to be supportive. We talk to st- advisors. We talk to students. We talk to parents. My phone is never quiet. <laughs> Neither are my two staff members. Um, and that's a good thing. People feel comfortable. They feel like they can be a part of our our group. We just had our walk last weekend, I think. I'm losing track of time. Um, where we went $10,000 over goal. Over goal. Which is amazing for a wow. nonprofit, um, especially in, a, in their third year. But that just means we can open more programs. So we can impact more lives. Um, so we have to just keep pushing forward. So when you say this is free for the school districts, this is where you're getting the money. These fundraising yes. events like this. Yeah. So we write grants. Um, we have some collaborative partners like this Buffalo Sabres. We work very closely with them. Um, we work with the Galasana Foundation. We work with other foundations in the area. But then we do have two events each year to help us raise funds for our programs. The Friendship Walk being one of them. And that's mainly focused on families and kids. Um, they come, they walk with their parents, they come walk with their buddies. Um, and then in the fall, we do something called Champion of the Year, which Sandy has been involved with many a times. Um where we pick individuals from our community um, and they come in, we match them with a buddy so they can really learn what the program means to families. I think that's the biggest thing that we've had taken away from champions is what does this mean to this kid and his parents to feel included in their school community or feel included in their community. Um, That's in the fall and we're looking for champion candidates. So if anyone would like to be involved, I think we're going to have a record breaking year for champions as well. Um, We're working with the RPD, which is a new partnership as well. Um, so we're really excited about a lot of things that are kind of coming through the pipeline. Um, but you know, it's always something different, always something exciting. Um, we're not cookie cutter, which I think is another big thing that's different about us is we will do whatever we need to do to get into schools. Um, we'll do whatever we need to do, raise a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you know, the world's changing quickly and nonprofits are changing quickly. Um, so we need to kind of keep on that trend of what's next, what's new, what's exciting, especially when you're working with teenagers, <laughs> They get bored oh, very easily. That's true, true. <laughs> but you know, and, and I noticed this working with you guys so much that you really listen when you say you're not cookie cutter, you really listen to what the family's needs mm-hmm. are. Because how many conversations do you have with the parents? You know, you yourself don't have a child. Mm-mm. You are too young for that, honey. <laughs> but um, you don't have a child, but you interact with these parents mm-hmm. who do. And, and they say things, that, you know, I've heard parents say that. I'm like, oh, God. I have a kid. I never even thought right. of that, that difficulty, that hurdle that mm-hmm. you guys have to kind of go over. And that's awesome that you are there to say, OK, where are your support? What do you need? Yeah. And I think that is a great example of some of our programming. So, you know, Best Buys lays out a bunch of program for us to do. We follow those procedures and protocols just like any nonprofit does with that, that has satellite offices. But I had a parent come up to me and she's like, OK, well, now what does my kid do all summer? She's not an extended school year. Her, her program ends in June or whatever it ends. And now what does my kid do? She's not going to sit at home all summer and like stare at her iPad because that's what all the kids do these days or I don't know, play video games. I don't know what goes on. Yeah. Um, so we started our summer pro- based program, which is if you're in Best Buddies or even if you're not in Best Buddies and you want to come along just to see what Best Buddies is, we have free summer programming. And it's something as simple as going to Highland Park and taking a walk. Kids have something to do with other kids and, um, and make them feel like they're a part of something that may not be like a camp or you know a day hab thing. It's more something like let's collaboratively go. Let's go to the public market. We go to the public market all the time. It's a favorite thing to do. And parents feel safe and secure saying, okay, Uh yeah, go. Because a lot of parents are very protective. Well, and we always invite parents. So we always say, if you want to stay, stay. Most of the times kids, if they're new, they'll say, okay, mom, stay with me. Mm -hmm, And then mm -hmm. 10 minutes later, they're gone. Um, But we really do try to listen to families. I think the biggest impact that we've had, though, is on parents of kiddos that have disabilities that weren't feeling included in their school community because they only know the kiddos that are in their classroom and those parents. 
they don't know the typical parents. They don't go to PTA things. They have their own groups. Um, so everyone's kind of segregated, and we've kind of brought everyone together, which has been really cool. That's awesome. So these <laughs> summer programs are free, you said? Almost all of them are free. Some of them have a little bit of a fee if you're going to the zoo. And the zoo oh, actually, sure. the county actually granted us a bunch of free tickets. I think 150 free tickets, which is amazing. Wow. Um, so we really try to make it free because we don't ever want financial things. We don't ever want them to be a barrier. Um, and what's great is it's usually 50-50. So 50 kids do not have disabilities. 50 kids do. Um, you know, so it's more kind of an inclusive environment. We have leads. We have interns. We have great staff. We are ready to go. And a lot of our families trust us as staff members to be with their kiddos. And, you know, we always say we don't have a ton of behavior issues. We don't have a lot of, you know, anger issues come out, which is which is always a problem with families that have some kiddos that have disabilities. We don't see those at Best Buddies. Um, I think because people feel heard. The biggest thing with our kids is people are talked to, not at. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a hard lesson for a lot of education People, because they have so many other things to do. I was in teaching yeah. for a long time, and you have so many things you need to accomplish, and you have so many kids, and it's hard to have that time where kids can talk together and be collaborative. So we really try Gosh, to do that. I forgot that you were a teacher too. For a little bit, yeah. In your before <laughs> life, yeah, I know. I feel like I've had like six lives. I thought about yes. that this morning, actually. <laughs> you always come in with a new title. Like I know I've done right. a lot of things. I'm older than I look, so. <laughs> but I mean, I think that everything leads you to your next path, and. You know, I, I had a kiddo that I had worked with at the school district I was at. And when I got hired for Best Buddies, he was the first kid I thought of because I know he didn't oh. have any friends. And I was like, well, how can I help kids like him? And I went right back to that school district. The school district accepted the program, you know. So things do come for full circle, yeah. I think, especially yeah. in life. But um, best- it, that is the big thing as a parent. When you hear your kid talk about, you know, the friendships that they have in class, it, it warms your heart like, OK, They're okay. Now, when your kid doesn't have those stories or they have the stories of, I just sat by myself at lunch. I mean, how terrifying is that for mom? Devastating. Those are, I always tell our students that we work with, I'm like, if I go into your cafeteria and I see someone sitting alone and I go over there and I I ask them if they want to be sitting alone, they say yes, then that's fine. But if they say no, that's a problem. And I think that people underestimate the value of being kind, whether it be saying hi in the hallway, whether it be sending a text message saying, Mm -hmm. how's your day? And um, even for kiddos that don't have disabilities, I think our programs really impact their day and they see the impact that they can have on other people, which is, you can't teach that. There's not, there's not a class on like citizenship. There's not a class on how to be a nice human. Like there's not classes <laughs> like that and there can't be, there's not enough time in the day, but we're able to go in and, and help those kids understand those things. And make it completely natural. These yeah, relationships, exactly. friendships are completely natural. Yep, some kids don't vibe. That's what I would say. Is like, who are you vibing with? Like, do you like this person? You want to spend? And it's always the kids I don't think are going to vibe that end up like being best friends, um, which is really cool to see. And I it, just prove myself wrong. <laughs> and we love following. And if, and if I encourage you to follow Best Buddies on, you know, social media, yeah. all the platforms. But it's so cute to see the little, little, the little, little, yeah. Oh, they're so so adorable. we started, like I said, we started in kindergarten. Um, that started last year. And that was a push by me because I had worked in elementary school. I'm like, this is where the problem, like not problems, but this is where it starts. Like this yeah. is where kids are separated into to different classrooms. And when you're in kindergarten, first grade, you don't see a difference. You just see someone that wants to play with you. Um, so we started that program last year and we started with Pittsburgh School District. It's been amazing. Um, their programs have over 100 kids in each of them. Like there's so many kids involved. Um, but the best part about that is there's a relationship between two young men, which is if you follow us on social media, you know, these kids, um, Alex and Henry and Alex, the first couple times I met him had said, you know, I really like best buddies. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like so exciting. And he's like, cause Henry used to be in my class. And I used to see him a lot. And now I don't see him cause he's in a different classroom. 
He's like, at Best Buddies, I can spend time with him. Aww. And, you know, for a first grader to say that to you, he understands there's a difference. He understands that he doesn't get to spend time with his friend. But now he understands that there's a difference and why it had to happen. But he wants to see him. Um, yeah, they're the best yeah. of friends. They're the cutest things ever. They, you know, they spend a lot of time together. Um, and their parents have become friends. And I think for, you know, Henry's mom, Henry has Down syndrome. For Henry's mom, it's been a great experience for her to feel like more included in her school because she has two kids that are typical. And, you know, she can have conversations with typical parents. But when it comes to Henry, I think she really wants him to feel included. And I think one time she said to me, and Beth, if you're listening, I'm really sorry that I'm blowing you up here. But um, <laughs> she had said, you know, before Henry was identified as having Down syndrome and now he's celebrated for being Henry. And that's just such a big difference and such a shift, I think, that, you know, he's just Henry. Yeah. No one says Henry has Down syndrome. It's Henry. It's Henry. You yeah. Know? Which is which is the way I feel like it, it's going, right? Mm-hmm. We're going yes. in that direction. There's a change. There's definitely, and I've noticed it because I started the office in 2016 and now as we get into 2019, 2020, there's a difference. And there's a difference yeah. when we talk to school districts. Um, they want these things for their kids and their families are becoming more educated. I think that's the biggest thing, too. Parents are understanding the differences and they understand what their kids need. Mm. Um, we work with other organizations and I can speak very highly of Autism Up and Gigi's Playhouse and groups that we've collaborated with because they're giving the parents information that they didn't have before. Yeah. Um, they're giving them the tools they're giving them speech classes or handwriting classes so they can communicate better. Um, there's so many things that are happening in Rochester and in Western New York that's different um, and that really works to educate people on what's best for their kids. Um and again, no one has the answers. I mean, you could have 15 kids and not have the right answers. And um, every kid's different. So even if you have a typical kid and you have all the right tools, it may not work for that kid. Yeah. Um, I always use the example of my sister and I. My sister and I were same parents, same household, complete polar opposite people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, to the sure. point where people are like, you guys are related? Like, <laughs> yep. Are you sure? Yep. Are you sure? Like, <laughs> and, you know, um, but that's what happens. And it, it's just yeah. people are different and we have to accept their differences and, and learn how to work towards people's differences. Um, so that's what we try to do. Awesome. <laughs> Best buddies. Uh, the friendship walk, huge success. Yeah, but I'm amazing. sure you're already starting to plan yep. the next one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the summer activities that you guys have and the champion event that's coming up. How can we help with all of this? Yep. Yeah, so the friendship walk is really um, it'll be next May, um, but we do start planning right away. Um, and in July and in August, we'll start planning committees, which sounds like it's a long way away. But those dates come up really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've learned to kind of plan throughout the whole year. So we're always looking for committee members and groups to come in and help and be involved. Um Summer Best Buddies, we're always looking for volunteers, especially college kids that are home that are starting to be OTs or PTs um, or in education that just want to have some more um, understanding of how individuals with disabilities can work really collaboratively with kids that don't have disabilities. So we're always looking for interns Um, and champions. We're looking for auction items, champions, um, sponsors, um, and just for people to come to the event. I mean, Sandy, you've been there the past couple of years. It's really just an event. We always cry. We always cry. We do. Um, and it, it, one of those things with champions, it's just you see people really understanding what we're doing. Yeah. yeah it's um, awesome. And you see a cultural awesome. shift. And that's what we want to see. The Friendship Walk's fabulous. Like the kids love it. The kids, it's more of a party. It's like a um, run around and play. Yeah. And yeah. Awesome. This year we had dunk tanks. We had some people like, you guys can't be it anymore. It was freezing. <laughs> um, but we try to do fun stuff like that to keep the kids excited. Yeah. They love it. They love dunking us. Every one of our events is so is focused on families and kids and really how we can expand our programming because at the end of the day we want to be in every school so that in 10 years we're having a very different conversation about inclusion 
Awesome. So. Awesome. Awesome. Best buddies. Follow them on social media. Uh, Lindsay Jewett, you can reach out to her at any time because her phone doesn't stop ringing. Yep. So, yep. you know, this we just true. spent the last 15 minutes <laughs> with uninterrupted. It's on mute. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've gotten three messages. It's Have okay, though. Really? Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, I think I would be, I think I would be lost if I didn't have. Oh I'm le- I was just telling Sandy I'm leaving for a couple weeks and I'm like I don't know what I'm going to do without talking to people I mean I'm so used to it oh my god you are awesome <laughs> thank you so much thank you thanks for always having us